You're listening to the Everyday Addict Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Ariel. The information, opinions, or references shared are not meant to treat or diagnose any medical, mental health, or addiction issue. It's informational and educational only. If you struggle with mental health or addiction issues, please seek help from your doctor, mental health professional, or addiction specialist. Let's get on to the show. Welcome back to the Everyday Addict Podcast. I'm Brian Ariel. I'm a licensed alcohol and drug counselor and mental health professional in the state of Minnesota. I've worked in the field of addiction and mental health for the last nine years. And today we're going to just talk about some of the things that I've learned in those years working with clients with substance use and mental health issues. During the last month, I've had quite a month uh, since my last podcast episode. Um, I had a little bit about of COVID. I've been struggling a little bit with stress and burnout, a little bit of depression. I'm just normal everyday things when you push yourself way too hard. Um, And you know what? Even professionals aren't immune from normal everyday stress especially when they get wound up in their work and they're not able to take time off and uh, have fun. And basically what I want to talk about this in this episode is like burnout. And then maybe you've heard of burnout, like professional burnout, but I'm not talking about professional burnout. I'm talking about just life burnout in general. And in life, there's many things that just get us, get in our way and help us get out of control and sometimes we notice it and other times it's just the slow slide it's almost like you know if you throw a frog into a hot pan it'll just jump out but it's more like we're in a pot of boiling water and it's cool and then we don't notice but the heat is being turned up and eventually all of a sudden we're like oh my goodness it's this is not fun anymore and that's the point that I was at the good thing is is that I'm back And I'm learning to manage my stress a lot better and how to prioritize things and took a vacation and it was a wonderful vacation. I'm feeling way healthier now and I think I've got things pretty much worked out uh, at work and how so I don't get burned out again. But, you know, we get into that routine of things and they're going fine and suddenly all of a sudden life, it feels like all of a sudden life, life just gives gets out of control and we give up and we give in. And over the last month, I've been dealing with clients and they they come in and they're just like, they're wore out. Life has just ground them up. Life has just really been and done a number on them. And what was working to cope no longer was working. And that's how, I guess, people come in to see me. Um, either through addiction or through their mental health, you get to sit down with someone and you get to talk about what's bothering you and what's going on. And I'm very fortunate because I have a wife who's in the mental health field. I have children that we can all talk. We can all listen to each other. I have friends that can listen. I have a really good employer that listens and they knew what was going on with me and that I was kind of losing my steam with a lot of things. And you know, it's, it happens. It happens to everyone. And I can point to a couple different 
times in my life where it's happened. And maybe you're listening and you notice this too. Like you just feel like you're a mindless robot. You lose track of days and you just keep on doing and going. And it just feels like you're on automatic pilot. And then all of a sudden you're just like, dude, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to make up content. I don't want to research. I don't even want to go to work. All I want to do is just be in bed and hide because everything is distressing. The good thing through all this though, is that, Hey, guess what? I'm still sober. I mean, that's, that's the part of it, right? I didn't relapse. Uh, everything is under control, which is a good thing. And I think every once in a while we need to really notice when we're not in line and things aren't going right. And then we can just kind of take a break. And that's what this was. It was a, it was a short break. And you know, I think I, I thought of the words of serenity prayer many times, you know, in the words of the serenity prayer, it says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Well, I guess I was not accepting things that I couldn't change, right? And I wasn't changing the things I can. And I really wasn't using wisdom to know the difference of what I am in control of and what I'm not. So, like I said, we get into this routine and life gets out of control. And the more and more that we try to control it, the more and more it gets out of control. I often tell clients it's kind of like spinning plates. If you've ever watched the Johnny Carson show when I was a child, I watched this show with my parents. And there was this guy on there. He was really good. He brought out these poles. And on each of these poles, he had plates. And he put these plates up there and he'd start spinning them. And it's all these spinning plates. And a lot of times in our lives, we might have lots of plates spinning. We might have work. We might have family. We might have other obligations. And we're overextending ourselves. And we keep on trying to get keep these plates above our heads spinning. And we run back and forth from side to side. And we're just trying to keep these plates from from falling and hitting the ground and breaking. And when you see someone who can do this, like I did on the Johnny Carson show, it's really cool because you're like, wow, look at this person. They're just really doing a lot of things and they're just, they're keeping up with it. And it's just, it seems so organized and everything. Well, that's where I was. I was like doing really good, spinning a lot of plates. And then all of a sudden one started to smash and then another one started to smash. And then pretty soon I didn't care how many hit the ground. I was just keeping two going at the same time. And eventually even that I was down to one and I was able to grab that one plate and go, oh my goodness, things are falling apart around me. I'm falling apart, you know, and I think part of the reason is just because just trying to do too much, trying to, you know, study for a licensure test, trying to run a program, trying to keep up with making and researching content to help people with addiction and mental health issues, which they overextended me. And I became kind of some of the things that we talk about, you know, and burnout is one of those things. And like I said, personal burnout, a lot of times we don't even realize it's happening. We just do it. We just go with it. And then all of a sudden we just hit a wall and we're done. And that's where I was. And that's where maybe you are today. But you know what? Here's the thing. Here is the thing. The first part of the serenity prayer is not the whole thing. If you didn't know that. 
the second part or the full part of it is living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right. If I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. And that's the thing, right? We get out of living a mindful life and living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time. And we start to try to live for tomorrow or, or we are trying to catch up from what we did yesterday or what we didn't do from yesterday. And along with every day, new sets of things come into our into our our mind new things that we must accomplish and do that we're obligated and we are responsible come up and if we're not living one day at a time accepting one moment at a time and using as much of that moment in time to accomplish what we should accomplish we take our eye off the prize and we become overwhelmed right we don't accept hardship in fact we fight against it we try everything we possibly can to do to avoid pain or hardship or distress instead of pushing into it and confronting it or rolling with it and accepting it as a way like there was many times right and there's probably been many times in your life too where you get these little warning signs of like, hey, things aren't going quite so good. Maybe I should take a break. And maybe I need to refocus and reorganize my life. And then you don't because you got too much stuff to do. And I guess what it really boils down to is like kind of like boundaries and scheduling and those things. And maybe not being able to say no. If we remember way back uh, over a month ago when we talked about self-defeating behaviors. You know, and that's one of my is just not uh, being able to say no, taking on too many things, or uh, getting distracted with too many things, and just not taking care of myself. You know, if you're not sleeping well because you can't turn your mind off because you're still thinking about the day when you left the office, or you're thinking about tomorrow too much, and you're not, you know, addressing your spiritual needs, you're not addressing your nutritional needs, you're not sleeping, and you're just you get wore out really fast. I mean, it doesn't take very long. It's a connection, right? So what I've been trying to do is, A, I rested a lot and got over the COVID, got over, got through the depression after the COVID and started to re-engage in things that I really like doing, such as, you know, sometimes it's just good just to sit and not go come from work, come home, start working on a show or continue to work. Uh, even when I've left the office and connecting with clients and making sure everybody's okay. And I have no room, had no room or time for myself, right? No time just to sit and be still and to pray and to read the word and to really engage in my studies for my licensure test and to all these things. I mean, you can come up with a million things to do, but if you're not taking care of the one thing like yourself, and your own personal well-being, then you fall apart. You fall apart quite rapidly. And it's sometimes it can be a hard fall, and sometimes it's just kind of like a, a slow burn, if you want to say that. But 
Not living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time is how I got to where I was, right? And so recently, that's what I've been doing. I've been living one day at a time, trying not to put tomorrow's problems in today's basket or not trying to carry yesterday's load along with the load that I'm picking up today. So we think about it, right? There's this concept, right? That's it's kind of it's come to me and it's like this. It's like every day I come home, I unload because tomorrow I have a new load to carry. Cuz tomorrow has a lot of problems for itself, unknown problems. We can't solve tomorrow's problems today because it's just we're not aware of it. And if we hold on to yesterday's stuff and try to carry that forward along with the other stuff that is going to happen, then we become overloaded. We become crushed by the burdens that we are struggling either against or we're trying to carry on our own. We didn't ask for help. We're not monitoring things and we break down. We just break down and that's okay. It's okay to break down. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a bad week or month or whatever it is. It's okay because you know what? We learn. And hopefully I've learned how to do better. I hopefully that I've learned that I just can't overextend myself. And that that's the thing, right? That's the thing. Can we learn from our mistakes? And I believe I have. You know, and maybe part of it too is trying to have things as we want them. I want to be able to do all this stuff. All this stuff is important. And it's like walking, it's like a kid walking around with as many toys as they possibly can grab Right? They want to hold all these toys or grab all this stuff and they can barely hold it and they start dropping and then they bend over to pick it up and because I have to have this part and next thing you know you're losing more, you're losing more and then you can't hold it all because you're moving and you're trying to pick up more and you just lose it all. It just goes all over the floor. That happens a lot in life but sometimes we don't realize we've lost it all and we're still trying to hold on to the things that we want and we're not prioritizing. We're not getting rid of the stuff you know, that is weighing us down so we can go forward and then we can pull our load for the next day all over again because each day starts anew. I'll tell people in recovery too, your sobriety starts over every day you wake up and you have to choose. You have to choose. Are you going to be sober today? Because yesterday was yesterday and tomorrow ain't happened yet. So all we can do is right now. And I've brought myself back to this, not trying to worry and plan out so many things, but keep it simple, right? Keep it simple. And eventually it's going to get wound up again and I'm going to have to realize it and I'm going to have to simplify again and keep things very simple. And that's the key. Keep it simple. There's a lot of great things out there, but you know, you can only do so much. There's only so much you can do in a day. There's only so many problems you can address in a time when you're ready for it. And if you're not, if you're on autopilot all the time, you may have problems. And it may be, oh, I don't know. It may be your own demise. You don't even know you're working for your own destruction because you're so wound up in other things that you're not in the moment. So taking time to be in the moment. I went to Florida on vacation. It was really nice because I had to put up some really good boundaries of not checking my phone, 
not replying to messages or emails or going online and doing research or whatever it was, but just to be still and just relax, right? There was, I felt a lot of pull towards those things. Like, oh, I got to check my messages. Oh, I got to check my emails twice a day. Oh, I got this project I got to do. And I got that project I got to do. And I have this one I have to do. And oh my goodness, I just, oh, and I just decided, and I have, how did my wife help me with this? Like no work on vacation, no work on the podcast, no work for work, no work in contacting or sending emails to clients or to case managers or nothing. Just take time, enjoy your family and enjoy where you're going. And you know, it was hard for about the first two days, very hard because I'm so conditioned to do these things. And I stopped spinning the plates. I stopped putting plates up there to spin. Sat on the beach. Sat on the beach at Cocoa Beach, Florida. And just enjoyed the nice weather. When I left Minnesota, it was 20 below zero. When I got to Florida, it was 67 degrees. We went to the beach. Had a picnic. Talked to each other. Enjoyed each other's company. Watched the birds. <laughs> Watch people surfing, watched other people walk on the beach and just was observing and being in the moment. And it was a great thing. I needed that. Again, we went to a wildlife refuge and we saw all these animals that were rescued, that had been rehabilitated. Some of them could be released and other ones couldn't. And just looking at some of these mighty animals... So especially the raptors. There was a bald eagle there. There was a screech owl. There was many different things. There was turtles there. There were snakes there. There was lots of things. And they needed help. They needed someone to intervene for them because they couldn't for themselves. And it was just cool to see all these animals have been rehabilitated. And it got me thinking of what we do, what I do every day, right, when I go to work. And I meet with people and we do therapy and we do counseling and we help them with their problems because they're kind of like that. They're beaten up. They're broken down from life. Life is hard. Life will knock you down over and over again. Life will run you over back and forward and sometimes park the bus right on you and say, I'm not moving. You know. And over the last couple months, that's what I've noticed. I've had a lot of clients that are just beat down by life. Life circumstances, you know, you have one client that comes in and says just about everybody in their family has died over the last year and they're all alone. And it's like, oh my goodness, how do you deal with that? You know, how, do you offer them words of kindness? How do, you, how do you process that with them? You know, I'd rather drink a liter of vodka every day than think about all the loss I've had over a year. Or maybe there's another client that comes in. And they say, through no fault of my own, I've been manipulated, abused, um, taken advantage of in everything my whole entire life. I don't remember a time where I can make up my own decisions. What do I do with this? How do I live my life? What is life? Life sucks. I don't want to live it anymore. So then you start talking people off the ledge. Life comes at you. Whether it's your fault or not, things are going to happen to you. And you got we have to learn how to deal with them. So we don't destroy ourselves or we don't become overrun by life and have the bus parked on top of us. Because that's where I, that's what I felt. I felt just this big presence just parked on top of me. So it's good 
in a way that I got COVID because it slowed me way down. It was good to go on vacation and to unplug from everything and to just let it go because it's not going anywhere. It'll be there when you get back. Take some time for you. Take some time to figure stuff out. Start praying again. Start reading the word again. Start connecting with yourself and others around you instead of just coming home, going down to your office and just losing yourself in your work. Because you know what will happen if you lose yourself in your work? You will lose yourself. Absolutely. You'll lose your connections with people. The anchors that hold you in this reality will be gone because you're off doing your own thing. And that, that's one thing, too, that I really appreciate about my wife. She'll say, hey, I think you're getting out of line there and you got to come back. What are you doing? It's like, ah, just, just want to be left alone, you know? And then dawns on me, hey, guess what? You're dealing with something here. What are you dealing with? It happens. We all go through it. Whether we believe it or not, we all go through it. So I guess personal burnout, it happens. You know, have a routine, have a structure, take some time for yourself. That's what I wasn't doing, and it, it caught up to me relatively quick. So I'm going to just say this in closing, just take care of yourself. Remember the serenity prayer. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. We need wisdom. We ask for wisdom. It will be given to us. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please share it with someone. It might help them. If you want, you can drop me a line at everydayaddict, the number eight, at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. We're on Facebook, too, uh, Everyday Addict Podcast. Um, thank you for listening, and I hope this finds you well. And as always, have a good one.